The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the Cultivating Success Podcast. Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson are brothers and business partners of the top landscaping company, Nature's Experts. Nature's Experts is home to six companies that cater to all your outdoor needs. To learn more about Jeff and Jonathan, simply visit us at www.naturesexperts.com. On the podcast, Jeff and Jonathan bring together other business owners and entrepreneurs to share with you how they developed a prosperous company and how you can too. You will gain insights and meaningful advice on creating the building blocks to success and longevity in the entrepreneurial realm. And now, here are your hosts, Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson. All right, Bert, welcome to the Cultivating Success Podcast. We're excited to have you here today and to learn more about you and your business and what you've accomplished. We are really excited to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Hi, Bert. Hi. So let's talk about the app that you developed. The app is called Don't Forget. And what is Don't Forget? And what inspired you to come up with it? Well, what inspired me was I would uh, get home at night. My garage was underneath the building and I had to go up to my apartment in my elevator. I would go up there and enter my apartment, get undressed, put on my slippers, my pajamas, sit down to watch a little television, grab a drink or something, and then go to make a phone call. I said, oh, I have to call John or Jennifer or Jeff. So uh, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) So at the same time, I'd reach for the phone and it wasn't there. And I said, oh, shoot, I left it down in the car. What a dummy. I always felt like such a jerk doing this. Yeah. And it would happen two or three times a week. Yeah. So I said, wouldn't it be nice if somebody invented something and said, hey, don't forget your phone. So I looked into it and uh, I found there were certain things, you know, and you get a little thing on your television screen in the uh, uh, in the car, in the more modern cars, of course. And um, the screen would say, uh, check your back seat or something like that. It was sure. in print. Or maybe you'd get something that would bing or bong or dingling or something like that to remind <laughs> you to look, you know, to look. But nothing that said verbally, don't forget yeah. your cell phone. Yeah. So I looked into it and I found I went to a a patent attorney called the patent professor uh, down in Parkland, okay. I think in the Parkland area. I sat around with three or four attorneys and they said they would look into it. And of course they found that they could make my patent application unique enough to hopefully be granted a permanent uh, patent. So, or they call it a non-provisional. The first thing you apply for is a provisional patent. So the windup was, of course, 
I don't know, maybe $15,000 later, <laughs> I'm now uh, have a patent applied for and we're going for the non-provisional. So in finding out about this, I found that on a more serious nature that babies and dogs are left in cars and way more than you'd think. Well, right. Yeah. yeah. An average, at least a thousand babies have died in the last 10, 20 years. I think yeah, about amazing. 40 or 50 a year. Imagine leaving your own child. You, you forget your own child. Is that I, I couldn't imagine. Honestly. Well, well, let me tell myself, you how I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Well, let me tell you how it happens. It, it's not purposeful. Every, everybody Oh, no, loves their children. Yeah, they love course. your dogs. Of course. But I'll give you an example. Um, uh, maybe it's a Friday and it's a weekend. And the uh, wife says to her husband, hey, uh, Joe, uh, why don't you take the baby and drop her off at the uh, nursery? And uh, it's not something he usually does. But she says, I, you know, we're going out tonight and uh, I want to get my hair done. I've got a nine o'clock appointment. And so he says, sure, I'll take the baby. So he takes, puts the baby in the car and drives off on his way to work and starts thinking about business. And before you know it, the baby's asleep, put the motion, sleep by the motion of the car. And he gets to his office, totally for the child in the car. Same thing with dogs. Um, people think if you leave the window open a crack at the top of the window, that's going to be enough to keep the car from getting overheated. So in 2015, I read that 11 police dogs <laughs> died in cars. So you would think police would know better. So anyway. It's very, very interesting uh, sidebar there. So what are you looking to do with the patent then? What are you looking to accomplish? Well, what happened was I started out thinking that I need a, um, I need to develop a device. So the device is, goes, is a um, device that plugs into the carport. There's a, uh, they call it, I think it's called an OBD T tube carport. Uh, it's underneath the dashboard of the car. And when you bring your car into the dealership for repairs, the um, mechanic plugs in his computer and it tells him exactly what has to be done on the car. But there's an off on switch there. And my engineer who's designed my device it says it can turn off and on. And when, when the radio is turned off or the car is turned off, then the device comes on and says, don't forget your baby. Don't forget your dog. Don't forget your cell phone. And 20 other things that you can have the program for, wow. or you can program yourself. So I said, I said to my grandchildren, two of my grandsons who I took into my business or the startup, I said, look at this. Gramps is going to develop a device. And they said, Gramps, kids our age, they don't want a device. They want an app. They want to be able to just have it come on their phone. So I contacted a company. They made my logo and they made me a website called DF 
for Don't Forget, dfdon'tforget.com. And uh, it's the same way you can get on the on your cell phone and apply to pay a monthly subscription charge, which is not very expensive, $5.95 a month. And How many subscribers have you guys signed up so far? Maybe a handful, not maybe too many. A handful. So where are you no, looking we, to see the business go then? Excuse me? I said, so you've got a handful of subscribers. And then where are you looking to see the business go to be able to sell the device? Like, where do Well, you- we're at the point now, and I'm in my publicist's office doing this Zoom. And um, I'm getting very good publicity as evidenced by a podcast that I'm in. I went to the CE. Yeah, I went to the CES show in uh, Las Vegas, which is the world's biggest electronics and show in in the country. And there was like three thousand exhibitors, and and publicity is good, but I think I have to got get involved with advertising in parent magazines, baby magazines, pet magazines, things like or you know pet companies and try to get involved with uh, the national transportation. Well, I love the creative nature of you coming up with this particular idea where there is a problem and you've made a solution. What was the reason that you wanted to really find and actually invest the money into this solution? Why was it important to you? That's a good question. Uh, what started out is not a joke, but as kind of a, a a situation where I said, well, why doesn't somebody invent something developed into a more serious thing? Look, I have five grandchildren. I love them all. And it, 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 like you said, how could somebody leave a baby in a car or a dog? I mean, I, I can't imagine. But if if somebody had this on their cell phone, or they had a device that reminded them, then, you know, you're, you're doing a pretty good thing in, in your life. So, so that's why I, how I developed it into a passion to, to help people like that. So how many people do you think that you're going to reach before the end of the year? You think like what kind of projections do you guys have now that you've gotten the well, information and- <laughs> The demographics are this, uh, and, and you, know, you always say a lot that. Of cars out there. Well, it's a lot of cars is right, but figure this way: there's about four million babies born every year. There's about seventy million dog owners out there, and in my case, with cell phones, there's well over three hundred million. This is just in the United States. There's three hundred million, so of course. I'm projecting numbers and I say, well, what if I only got 1% of those people? You know, I got 40,000 new baby parents and uh, 700,000 dog owners and, you know, 300,000 car owners. That's quite a bit of money. But that's the business side of it. And you know, that'll take care of itself. If people really take on to something like this. Yeah. The business side of it is realizing what the 
stats are, like you just said, and then right. how much money, right. potential of how much money you can. But make. I'm beyond all of that. But that would be for my grandsons, two of well, my of grandsons. course, but you still, you wouldn't have done it unless you thought that there was a way that it could really, right. and that it could make right. money. Yeah. So I love when people try to say, oh, the money doesn't matter, but the money is the reason that we well, right. do everything. You're just not doing it for yourself because you are 82 years old. And you feel like you want to do it to leave as a legacy for your grandchildren. Right. Right. Which yeah. is very nice. Well, and very so, exciting if that happens, because what a wonderful thing you could leave them, you know? Yeah. I had an interview on WPBT television oh, here in, uh, up in Palm Beach. And then there's a giveaway coastal magazine uh that they put in all the condos and i got on the front page of that now I'm it's so exciting podcast exciting. i think so i'm having show, some fun i was just gonna say i think it can show a lot of people listening that to be 82 years old and to still be industrious like this i'm 83 now i'm pretty soon gonna be 84 <laughs> wow okay and uh to be your age and to be as industrious as you are and to still be thinking about how to not only come up with things that people can utilize, but to, for your personal benefit and your family's benefit and to have that kind of a brain, I think is super exciting and should really motivate people at any age to get out there. And, you know, the sky's the limit. I mean, you'd yeah. think, how could they not have an app that says, don't forget your phone or your baby or your it's dog? It's a simple idea when you think about it. Yeah. But yet it took you to, you know, question and be like, Hey, this is something that needs to be addressed. So I think it's yeah. wonderful. I certainly don't know how to make an app or a website, sure. but there are people that know how to do that kind of thing. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. So, first of all, I love the fact that you're on the podcast here, experiencing what you know, going through this whole process is of building an app and continuing to you know be so industrious. What advice would you give to the listeners and to Jeff and myself as far as you're 83 years old? You're obviously not done yet. You're really looking forward to how you can attach to technology and create, you know, additional long-term wealth for your family. So what's some advice that you'd give to some people? Well, the advice that I'm thinking about is um, for anybody, if you have a dream, you should try to pursue it. I mean, in, in this case, uh, had an, or an idea in this case, um, I'm able to pursue it, maybe because I'm really not working and I'm kind of retired. So I have the time to look into this. Fortunately, I have the means to help get it started. But at the same time, there are some people that have, I mean, I don't know how many people have approached me and said, oh, gee, I have an idea, Carpenter. Or uh, I even heard that there's some lady that's maybe older than me that has a an app or a website or something where people who have ideas, she tells them how to pursue them. So wonderful. I laid claim at the show and I think they interviewed me on a podcast there as probably being the oldest app developer in the world. That's so, so wonderful. How exciting. But now I hear there's this lady that's 93 that's done something. Well, maybe so, that's an urban myth. Maybe, maybe there's no lady. Listen, uh, <laughs> I think that uh, I would like to ask you because you do seem like uh, somebody that has been so positive and to be 80 and not be bitter or a sourpuss 
uh, I think is super interesting because life can do that to a lot of people if they let life overtake them. And so I'd like to ask you from your perspective of give some advice to people that are listening that are younger than you or even your age, but mostly people that are younger than you uh, to what are the things in life that people really wasted time or what do they waste time doing and really looking back? What do you think about that? Well, I guess it would be to try to find your place in the world, in in the working world, where uh, you're going to be happy and you don't regard work as drudgery, as drudgery, that you really like what you're doing. And you, if you like what you're doing, the money will come afterwards. And uh, we are a capitalistic society. So that, that's why I just, Find your niche in life and try to be happy. But a lot of people don't, unfortunately. They sure don't. Yeah. They get stuck. Yep. Yep. Well, I think it's amazing you didn't get stuck because your brain still is such that you thought of this and you were able to have an open mind to let something come into your mind like this and still looking to produce and be a valuable member of society at your age. I think it's wonderful. Congratulations. There's there's a Thank lot you. more things that are out there still to be developed. I think people almost kind of shut off their been brain. Done. Shut yeah. off their brain yeah. to be like literally tech first off, technology hasn't even been around that long. But for for whatever reason, everyone thinks that everyone's everything's already been come up with, yeah. even though technology is still so relatively new. It's it's really interesting to me how, you know, people like <clears throat> think even with the Instagram, Facebook, the social media following, it still is only 10 years old. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's nothing. Absolutely. And it started 10 years ago. It's not like it's been around for a hundred years. It's true. So it's like, you know, really- yeah, and there are hundreds, there are hundreds, if not thousands of apps that are out there, you know, in that part of the world, but people are always inventing things. Look at, I mean, they have these venture capital shows all throughout the country and uh people are always coming up and people are looking to invest their money in it and can you imagine at, uh, uh 50 years ago 60 years ago 40 years ago 30 years ago can you imagine that you have this phone that you invented an app for you would have thought what the hell is an app at that time can you imagine <laughs> or that you have a phone that's a computer that fits in your pocket so you're a 30 year old man not knowing what a phone is how am i ever going to have a computer 30 year old man not knowing what a phone cell is phone. yeah cell phone how <laughs> am i ever how am i going to have a computer one day that's going to fit in my pocket i'm going to be a person that's developing something called an app i'll tell it. you what you'd think jeff you'd think nothing cuz yeah. it's not possible right <laughs> well i'm going to give you even a better one because it'll it'll reflect on my age and my generation. Sure. When I was a kid, let's say uh, I was born in 39, let's say when I was uh, 10 years old, 1949, we used to have comic books. There was a comic book character called Dick Tracy. Yep. He was a uh, detective. Yep. Yeah. He had a he and Sam Spade, I think that was his partner. They had a wristwatch that they would talk to, they would uh, talk into. Uh-huh. And now you have the iWatch yep. and you can talk on it. Yep. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. Are you trying to say you walk around with an Apple Watch on your phone and you feel like you're Dick Tracy? 
No, <laughs> no. I was when I was a kid. I said you can't talk into a wristwatch and communicate with people that way. Wait, wait until cars start hovering. That'll be like the Jetsons. That's the next. Well, I think they have all of that stuff going on. Right yeah, it's now. just not. It's just not <clears throat> produced for the masses yet. Right. Right. Thank you so much for spending oh, some time with us and us learning about you. It's a pleasure to meet you and all the best. Thank you very much. Okay. How should people reach you if they want the app? Uh, there's a DF don't forget.com. And that's yes. our website. So, and the don't is spelled don't D O N T without the apostrophe. Without the apostrophe. <laughs> right. Thanks so much, Bert. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Cultivating Success Podcast. We really appreciate it. And best of luck with the Don't Forget app. And continue. And then how we can figure out how to get into the car also too. That's right. And continue good health. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you. This has been the Cultivating Success Podcast with Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson. To learn more about Jeff and Jonathan and their businesses, visit www.naturesexperts.com.